one one quick thing before we start, guys. Um, you know, the NFL community suffered a a really big loss um, a couple of days ago with the passing of Kevin Green, and I just want to send my condolences to his wife Tara, son Gavin, his daughter Gabby. Um, you know, this is a really tough loss for my dad. He's a really was a really close friend of my dad. And, um, you know, I just want to send my condolences. And I would like to give a Kevin Green story, if that's okay with you guys. In 1993, um, Kevin left the Rams. He played with the Rams for eight years. And he, was, he went to Pittsburgh. And my dad was in his 18th year. <clears throat> and there was a lot of, you know, build up to the game. Um, Kevin coming back to play Jackie and their their battles and practice were well documented and it was kind of like the teacher and the pupil and I'll never forget his wife Tara was kind enough to come to my brother's third birthday party the day before the game uh, back in in Southern California um, but just you know I, I think that speaks volumes to him and his family and uh, we that's something I never forget as long as I live that, that despite all the animosity that there was supposed to be, between my dad and Kevin, his wife's gesture of coming to the game um, to celebrate my brother is something my family and I have never forgotten. So I just want to send my condolences to the Green family. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Matthew. Uh, we're going to start with Levin Reed, followed by Chris Ryan. Matthew, thank you first very much for sharing that story with us because I didn't know, obviously, about that. Um, what shirt you're wearing? I saw you get into the camera before you started to let everybody yes. know what you're wearing. My wife and I have adopted a fifth grade elementary class at uh, William Debate uh, Elementary in Providence. So I just wanted to shout them out today. Um, you know, we're excited about our, our young people and the education that they're receiving. So uh, we're happy to, to partner with them. And real quick, Bill Belichick talked about you getting your ninth um, Pro Bowl. Um, just what does it mean to you to be recognized by your peers and your coaches for all that you've done in special teams? Well, you know, it's uh, it's very humbling. You know, I When I got into this game, I certainly didn't get into it for recognition. I, I got into it because I enjoyed the play and I wanted to do the same thing that my dad did. Um, when I think about all the great players in this league, the great players on this team, the Justin Bethels, the Cody Davises, uh, and the great players around the league, it's very humbling that people would um, select me to be an ambassador for the kicking game. So I'm, I'm extremely humbled, um, very grateful. But again, I, I think, you know, when I think about my story and my journey, it's more about the author, uh, the Lord Jesus, and, and what he's done in my life and the favor he's shown me and the ways he's showed up and showed out so all the credit goes to him thank you and if i don't talk to you have a fantastic holiday likewise my friend next question chris ryan followed by doug kine hey matthew uh bill said that you were at the very top in regards to what you've done in the league's history and that specific comment from bill belichick who has th this obviously incredible vast knowledge of the NFL. What does that mean to you that you've found that niche and that you have seemingly um, found tremendous success in that niche? Uh, again, it's very humbling. Um, that's, that's very nice of coach to say. 
Uh, I never think of myself as that. I, you know, I, I still think of myself as a young man who's been very blessed to do something that he loves to do, uh, a job that a lot of people grew up dreaming that they could do. I have a chance to do it. And I remember coming here just thinking to myself, I'd do anything to get on the field and get a chance to play NFL football. And I knew that it was going to have to be in the kicking game. And that was clear from the first conversation I had with the coach. So I'm thankful to him for the opportunity he's given me to develop here as a player and as a leader and as a man. I'm thankful to the many coaches that have invested in me here in New England, the many teammates that have supported me, stood by me, and battled alongside me on the football field. I mean, when you look at a person and they're able to accomplish anything in life, uh, regardless of what it is, I think, you know, you can't single out that person. You have to uh, really look at the whole and look at the, the story and look at the support. The, the support that people receive. And I've, I've received a great deal of support. And I think more of the credit goes to them than to me. The Pro Bowl selection obviously indicates it, but do you feel at the age of 35, you are still you know, at the very top of, of, the, of what you do? And how have you had to adapt as, uh, as age has set in? Well, I mean, look, the age question is a good one. Um, I think, uh, Thankfully, the good Lord gave me some good genes. Uh, Pops did it until he was 41, so he would tell you that I'm still young. Um, but, the, I mean, the Lord has shown me favor as far as preserving my body. Football is what it is. There, there are injuries. You don't know when you're going to decline physically, and certainly I'm not the same player physically that I was when I came into this league. Um, but there's a process of trying to retard the aging process, um, trying to do everything you can to combat it. and I've, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to our training staff, a lot of tr credit to our team nutritionist, Ted Harper, uh, our strength and conditioning staff, Moses Cabrera, uh, Deron Mayo, the list goes on, Johan Billsborough. I mean, the list goes on. These people have supported me tremendously and they've allowed me to uh, prolong my career. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very grateful to them and I'm very grateful again. All the credit goes to the Lord. He's He's the one that's kind of ordered my steps and seen me to this point. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. Next question, uh, Doug Kite, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Matthew. Uh, certainly not asking you if you if you deserve this, but uh, since you made your the Pro Bowl, there's been talk of you potentially, uh, you know, making the Hall of Fame one day. Uh, what's your reaction, I guess, to, to that even being a conversation, uh, you know, as a player who, who plays a, a unique role like you do? Not something that I've given any thought to at all. Um, yeah, not something I've given any thought to at all. I, I think that if you want to start having those conversations, um, they need to be had with the name Steve Tasker. Um, because I think he paved the way for us to play the game. So do I think Steve deserves a place there? Yes, absolutely. But, you know, what my career is and how people view me as a player, um, that's not something I, I think about at all. Um, you know, how, how men view you is, has never really been something that's been a part of my creed. And, you know, though I'm humbled by it, I think it's important that I continue to try to represent myself in my family the best way I can on and off the football field. Uh, I haven't got a chance to talk to you since last week's game. So 
did, did the fake punt bring back any of the the defensive back days uh, for you out there? Yeah, that that was that was as you know. I, Danny had a great scheme on that. I mean, to to run a pick play on a punt uh, and have time to execute it. That was, you know, I found myself having some flashbacks to 2011 out there playing safety. But uh, yeah, that was a tough play. I, I tip my hat to Miami. They they do a great job of calling the game very aggressively, and they go out and um, you know they make plays and they and they play, they keep you on your toes. So that was, that was a great play by them. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Ian Steele. Hey, Matthew. Um, I actually wanted to ask you about Steve Tasker. It's, it's not the first time he's been a finalist for the pro football hall of fame, but just what does it mean for you and for other special teamers out there to have a guy like that who is, you know, routinely a, a finalist and, you know, sort of what does Steve Tasker, you know, mean for you? Yeah. You know, I, I think about Steve Tasker as being the, the godfather of of special teams and there were a lot of great ones that did it uh certainly around his era you can talk about you know Bates and others but I think that he set the standard so high the bar so high that that coaches when they started to build their their teams realized that hey this is an important phase of the game and you know there's a lot of talk about football being three phases and I think there's some people that that would discredit that they don't feel like the kicking game is really all that important. And that's fine if they want to think that way. But in our mind, for a lot of us, we feel like it is an important phase. Now we're not saying he's out there, Randy Moss or Tom Brady or guys like that, but the kicking game is an important, important part of the game as we've seen this season. And uh, I think Steve is a tremendous, obviously he had a tremendous career when you talk about playing and his accomplishments on the field, but just an overall ambassador, for the kicking game. And, and I think it would be cool if we were one day represented uh, amongst the game's greats. And I think it starts with Steve. I'd love to see him get that recognition. Um, you know, I haven't got a chance to really meet Steve and get to spend time with him, but obviously he played during my dad's era. So I'm very familiar with him and have the utmost respect for him. And, you know, he's the godfather, man. And I hope that the godfather gets in there one day. Thank you. Uh, next question, Ian Steele, followed by uh, Levin Reed. Thanks, Stacey. Thanks, Matthew, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. Likewise. Um, um, going back to the shirt and uh, William DeBate Elementary School, we work out of Providence here at ABC6, so I'm wondering what uh, your adoption of the fifth grade class consists of and just, you know, if you could tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the backstory on that is I, I met my wife in Providence. She was finishing her residency at uh, Women and Infants in Rhode Island. Uh, so she lived there for a while. She finished medical school at Brown and did her residency and fellowship there and then was an attending there. So Providence is a city that means a great deal to my wife and I. And we wanted to, you know, take under wing some young people there. And for us, uh, this relationship has been a little different this year, obviously with Zoom, but there's been some Zoom visits, some reading, uh, we gave them some books to read. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is to have them know that they're supported, um, you know, in an area where they and in a place where they may not feel like they get a ton of that support. For us, it's important to know that, hey, someone cares about you and your success and your future and is willing to invest in you. And that was the biggest thing for us. And we're really happy to walk alongside them. Like I said, Providence and the youth of Providence, they mean a lot to my wife and I. 
that community there. So uh, certainly happy to support. Thank you, Matthew. Our next question, Levin Reed, followed by Alex Barth. You're, you're going to your ninth Pro Bowl, but can you just talk about Jake Bailey? And this is his first one. And just did you know from the first time you saw him that he was a special player and his leg was very special? I think it, it took all of like one punt for me to be like, whoa, this guy's, this guy's good. I mean, uh, the way the ball comes off his foot, um, the way he's able to, you know, handle so many different situations, hit so many different punts, um, his ability to hold, which is really uh, an understated skill. But Jake is a special kid. And obviously you look at his talent, and, and I'm biased. I think he's the best punter in pro football. But I think it's who he is as a, as a young man, uh, the humility with which he carries himself, the work ethic that he has. Uh, I think that's a testament to his parents and the way that he was raised, obviously. But it's a testament to him. He obviously listened and, and tried to grow, and he still does that. And he's just such a pleasure to work with on a professional level. And uh, as far as a friend level is, he's a great friend. He's a loyal guy. He's just a, an all-around, you know, you can't say enough good things about him. So. I'm so happy for him. I think he's more than deserving of this honor. Um, he's only going to get better in my mind. I mean, he's in his second year. When I was in my second year, I was still trying to figure out how to tie my cleats. I mean, this guy is is doing a lot of good things for our football team. And I know people don't want to see the punter come on the field, but when Jake Bailey comes on the field, uh, all eyes should be on him. Final question, Alex Barth. Hey, Matthew, I know you mentioned Steve Tasker and some other names, but I'm just curious if you had players who, who play a role similar to yours now that you watched and you appreciated either growing up or maybe when you first got to New England that Bill showed you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there were a number of them, starting with Larry. Um, now, Larry and I obviously had different skill sets, but I just think this the standard with which he – uh, lived up to and played to was tremendous. His leadership was fantastic. He was just a pro's pro. <clears throat> I remember Brendan Iambendagio, who was a UCLA guy, uh, who just played with his hair on fire, was just a man possessed out there. Uh, Kasim Osgood, who was a gunner in San Diego, went to three Pro Bowls there. And just to see a gunner that was 6'4", 225, and just going out there, and causing problems for everyone. Uh, Montel Owens, who was a personal protector, penetrator in in Jacksonville for a while, and, and another guy that just played with his hair on fire. I can, I, the list goes on. There were so many guys that I looked to over the years, even guys on our team now, Justin and Cody, that I just have so much respect for how they play the game. And I tried to, to steal stuff from their game and incorporate it in mine. I remember Scott O'Brien made me watch I am Mendejo and Osgood all the time. And I feel like, you know, I'm thankful for those guys. I, even though, you know, I, I've met Mr. I am being a UCLA guy, but never met Kasim. But I'm thankful for those guys because they carried the torch while they had it. Um, you know, myself and several other guys are trying to carry the torch now. And when we pass it on, there's going to be a young generation of, you know, Keon Crossens, AJ Moores. Um, Justin Hardy's, those guys, Sierra Neal's that are going to carry the torch and take it even higher. So uh, it's pretty cool to be a part of this tradition. Um, I'm, I'm humbled 
that I get to be one of those guys that represents who we are and uh, thankful again for all my experiences in the NFL. Thank you. Happy holiday, too. Likewise. Thank you very much, Matthew.